Hi, Internet. Hello, Internet. How are you? Welcome to episode 24 of Outrage Factory. Yep. Uh, this very special episode brought to you by... Kiefer the, Sutherland. What? Why? <laughs> From 24. What? Oh, <laughs> I get it. I used to love that show. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, uh, the the, uh, the uh, Motorola Razor flip phone, Yeah. that was like my most coveted phone of all time, specifically because of 24. And I got one, and I put the 24 ringtone on it, yeah. and I actually felt like I was some sort of, like, super... Spy? Yeah. They still have that ringtone in shows. Like, I'll be watching a show, and I'll be like, that's the fucking 24 ringtone. Holy shit. <laughs> I think it's like an Easter egg they just throw in TV shows. They still make 24, don't they? Isn't that still a thing? What? Yeah. Oh, probably. I think so. Uh, I was going to say this episode brought to you by the imminent downfall of every man who has ever lived... Uh, due to sexual assault allegations. But yeah, the 24 thing yeah. works as well. Um, I'm very sad to say this because it makes me sound like a derelict garbage human. But I think we've jumped the shark on this. Well, okay. So I was having a conversation yesterday with some people about it. And I was like, okay, so a bunch of new allegations came to light this week. And yeah. this is just something that keeps snowballing now. Like yeah. there's fucking like new, like 10 new revelations every day. And, like, maybe at this point the assumption is uh, every dude has done this at some point to yeah. a woman with, like, varying levels of seriousness. Like, there's, like, full-on rape. There's groping. There's uh, inappropriate touching. There's uh, Louis C.K., who, uh, I got to say, this is very on-brand for Louis C.K., uh, yeah. made women watch him masturbate in, like, in, in a closed room. But uh, on multiple occasions. The thing I ha- I have a problem with, yeah, that's disgusting and perverted, but I guess it's harassment and not really assault because I guess he, like, I don't know if he, like, threatened them or anything, but he, like, didn't touch them. I don't know. I'm just having a lot of problems with this because Louis C.K., in my opinion, is the funniest stand-up comedian. And now that this is out, I just, I don't know how I feel, like... Yeah, uh, Louis C.K. was definitely, although a completely unsurprising, because he's joked about this kind of shit in the past. Has he? Sort of, in a very, well, yeah. Well, he, he's joked about awkward uh, interactions with females that could be construed as harassment, and some. And there's that one joke where he's the girl like wanted him to go for it, and he didn't catch on, and he left. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think the, the assault stems from, like, Louis C.K. is a person who is very, uh, I wouldn't say he, he doesn't have the traditional definition of power, but he was definitely, like, a very uh, respected comedian. He yeah. was very, he, he was uh, higher up in the comedian hierarchy, so yeah. maybe that is something that women would go along with. Uh, for whatever reason they had, you don't want to piss off a man in power who has control over, like, whether any influence on your career whatsoever. Um, I think also the reason, like, that it didn't come up before this was maybe these women thought that they were, like, this odd occurrence. Like, they didn't hear about Weinstein or Hoffman or Spacey or these other behind-the-scenes guys being perverts. So they thought, well, this is just this one time. Oh, my God. Maybe I misconstrued it. And then they hear that it's happening all this other times. And they're like, well, fuck, this is like an epidemic. I have to speak up. 
My problem really isn't with the Louis C.K. thing. Mine is with the latest allegations against Richard Dreyfus. And what happened was Richard Dreyfus was in the news first because he was supporting his son who had said uh, Kevin Spacey had fondled him on a bed when he was 18. The kid was 18, not Kevin Spacey. And then someone came out and said that Richard Dreyfus had sexually assaulted them or harassed them. That's another thing. I don't know where it be- goes from harassment to assault. So I think harassment is like uh, v- verbal mm-hmm. is, is where I would kind of draw the line. Yeah. And then assault is like, yeah, if there's like genitals or groping or touching or fondling yeah. involved. And so with the Richard Dreyfus thing, what happened was there was, I believe it was a writer and him were working on a, project for ABC television, and I don't think it ever got launched. I don't remember. It probably did. This was the 80s. And Richard Dreyfus had thought they had, like, this flirting, consensual relationship. And a quote from the story I read said, Dreyfus had said he thought the two were involved in a playful, consensual seduction ritual. He told Vulture that he flirted with Teak, that's the girl, but is now horrified and bewildered to discover that it wasn't consensual. So what happened was they were flirting a bunch and then he called her to his dressing room and pulled his dick out. Now, this is a gray area because I don't want to admit to being a giant gross pervert, but I've showed my dick to people. Okay. On numerous occasions. So my thing here... And, like, yeah, every time one of these allegations comes up, I actually have to, like, replay my entire awful history in my yeah. own head and be like, fuck. <laughs> like, there yeah. Were, like, uh, yeah, there were, there were definitely some times, uh, you know, I had this whole shtick where I had uh, this pair of pants with a hole in the pocket. And yeah. I, went, I went commando for, like, four years. Uh so no underwear. So I could just, like, pull my dick out through my pocket. Yeah. And it was, like, thinking back on it, I'm like, is there a way to make this not sound awful in the context of all the shit that's going on? <laughs> yeah. And, like, it was it was the penis in my pocket, and everyone had a good laugh about it. And there were times where like, we had that whole shtick where uh, we would tell people that Dale had recently gotten a tattoo on his ass. Oh, yeah. Uh, men and women, mind you. It wasn't limited to one sex. Yeah. And... We'd be like, do you want to see? And they'd say yes. And well, Dale would put his ass right in their face and pull down his, his pants. And they'd be like, I don't see a tattoo. <laughs> and they'd and look really close. And it was hilarious. Yeah, because they always <laughs> fell for it. But, like, is there, is there, like, a forgiveness if we do it for hilarity and not our own sexual pleasure? Like, I wasn't getting any jollies out of that besides the situation being funny. Yeah, no, it was funny as fuck. Like, like I wasn't fucking got a turgid boner while these women are like, I don't see a tattoo. It was the same thing with the the penis in my pocket. Like, it it was a party trick that was, like, hilarious. Yeah. But looking back, I'm like, no one ever got super offended about it. People usually laughed at my penis. Not sure how that makes me feel in retrospect. (laughs) But, but yeah, I think in the the bigger context of all the shit that's going on, like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, please don't let these people come out and be like, oh. Uh, well, I don't think there's anything to gain from people accusing either you or me because, one, we don't have money. 
to that's a weird like i don't think any of these accusers are doing it for money but i definitely think uh so now it's just kind of snowballed into this whole thing that like all of these men are like misogynistic rapists like you look at the the dreyfus thing and i could honestly see him believing that's he's lovable but i can honestly see her being like ah this like this creepy old dude's hitting on me. Well, he wasn't old at the time. It was 1981. Yeah, the dude still like would have been like 30. 60 in 1981. No, he was like 15. No, f- Richard. Dr- <laughs> 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 he would have been. He would have been up there, and like she was probably like, okay, I'll go along with it because like this is a guy in a position yeah. of power or something, or he's a big name actor. Or she just thought it was like a light flirting. Like you get you get caught up in it. You're like, ah, oh, this isn't really going anywhere, but it's fun to flirt. And then the fucking generals are out, and you're like, oh. Well, we still see the shit from non-famous people on Tinder and shit. Like, yeah. uh, all of a sudden, you're you're chatting with the dude, and you're just having a normal conversation. And then, bang, there's a dick picture. And this happens to women all the time. I was going to say, how often has this happened to you? Have I seen? Oh. Funny enough, <laughs> I've gotten <laughs> a dick pic sent to me because my new phone number, which I've had now for five years... I randomly get people calling and asking for Leah. And then I got this dick pic once and it was like, hey, what do you think of this? And then I was like, well, this pisses me off because it's bigger than mine. (laughs) Now I'm angry. Thanks. But I was like, how do I handle this? So I just sent back a text. Ew, why is it so bent? And I never heard from this guy again. (laughs) Uh, I'm on I'm on WhatsApp. And when I first signed up for it, like three or four years ago, I swear someone went and posted my username on in like a gay chat channel or something. Yeah. Because for probably two to three weeks, my phone was just flooded with random dudes sending me pictures of the. I must have had like 250 dick pics at one point. It's my uh, favorite story. And, this is amazing. Uh, it was just, I couldn't stop it. I didn't know where it was oh coming God. from. And every day I was getting five <laughs> to ten dick pics just dropped onto my phone. So how'd, they, how'd the dicks look? Uh, like, it was it was a whole, it was a smorgasbord Was dicks. it the gambit or were there like ugly little bent ones? Yeah, there were some, like, some great dicks. Some proud ones? There yeah. were some less great dicks. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> by and large, I think every dude, uh, for the most part, is either... Uh, proud of their dick or faking that they're proud of their dick so well you what are you gonna do like if you're not proud of your dick are you just gonna be like well now i'm just gonna be sad until i have enough money to buy a nice car (laughs) (laughs) yep that's about right i don't know it's just it's just like your face you're like hmm well i guess that's my face i guess i better roll with this and then you can, like, either be like, I'm totally handsome, or you can be like, I'm totally ugly. I mean, in our defense, we're pushing 40 at this point. If we don't love everything about our dumpy, weird-looking bodies, uh, we're fucked at this point. We will spend the rest of our lives hating ourselves. Well, whereas, and in our defense, the way the world's going, the rest of our lives is like, what, 20 years? Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's being uh, awfully generous. Yeah. An optimist. I like that. But, yeah, like, this whole thing, like... My whole point of it is this accusation of Richard Dreyfus, which is, which she was uncomfortable, and I can understand that. But since it's not a clear-cut case to me, it kind of weakens the other things, like Weinstein, Weinstein, Weinstein. Like that Steve, one's like I this guy's know. a fucking disgusting human being. Okay, so yeah, you and have- if we lump all of these things together as assaults. And then 
somehow Richard Dreyfus is in the same discussion as Weinstein, it not it not only makes Dreyfus's seem more uh, important than it was, but it also lessens the degree of tragedy of Weinstein, I find. Uh, uh, I'm going to disagree with you on that one. I think the... I think exposing your dick to someone who doesn't want to see your dick, uh, unless, of course, it's a hilarious joke, <laughs> uh, is is a form of assault or harassment or abuse. Like, who knows? Like, women could carry that shit around with them forever and still have, like, PTSD Well, I'm not saying it. it's bad. I'm saying it should be like murder, where there's three degrees of murder. There's yes. first degree murder, second degree murder, and third degree murder. Whereas third degree murder is... You accidentally hit someone with your car. It's also called manslaughter. Second degree is you're in an argument, you get heated, you kill the person on purpose, but and but no it was a spur of the moment. Yeah. And number one is premeditated. Now, you can't go the same assaults, but like you should call Richard Dreyfus's where you just showed your genitals a number three because it's the least. You should call Weinstein and Kevin Spacey number one and then... Louis C.K. number two-ish because he didn't touch them, but he forced them into it, which is... He was also a repeat offender. This wasn't yeah, a one-time that, thing. Like, Dreyfus's story was, I, I think one person has said this yeah. about him. Uh, and maybe, you know, from Richard Dreyfus's point of view, uh, he was like, oh, fuck, that went south and, like, didn't go the way I planned and he learned yeah. his lesson and he never did it again, which, good for you, Richard Dreyfus. See, the thing is, like, with Kevin Spacey, they, like, scrub his movies. He gets dropped out of everything. And if we do the same thing with Dreyfus, what are hipsters going to decide to wear? Like, if we get rid of Richard Dreyfus from Jaws, which, as far as I could tell, is what every hipster for the last three years has, like, found the inspiration for their outfits from. Like, the beard, the glasses, the tube, the deck shoes, the shorts... Like, what are they going to do? That is the real tragedy here. Yeah. (laughs) And then uh, there's a whole other sinister level. I don't actually know where to place this one, but uh, this week, two accusations. Uh, Roy Moore, uh, who's running for governor of Alabama. um, And this was like... Do we make the layup joke about how it's Alabama, so we should... So it's understandable he would go for underage girls, but when he was 30, he was courting uh, 14-year-olds. Gross! Wait, is he Mormon? Uh, No. Is is, he a polygamist? No. But that's the thing. There's this whole... So Mitt Romney, who is a Mormon, came out and, like, condemned Roy Moore for this, and everyone was like... Uh, your whole religion is kind of predicated on a dude who yeah, took, and, like, multiple 14-year-old wives. And wife. your Mitt Romney's whole family fled America to the States <laughs> because they were Fle- passing a law that you can't have multiple underage wives. So his family and everything lives in Mexico now, what? just across the border. No, Mitt Romney's the Mitt Romney was a politician from, yeah. from the state. Mitt Romney is still in the United States. Yeah, no, States. he was born in the States. Oh. But his dad... Is that true? And there's a family God, commune that yeah. lives in Mexico. Um, and then uh, Jesse Lacey, who is the front, front man for uh, popular emo band Brand New. Uh, also, allegations came out that he had, uh, cons- I believe, consensual sex. Maybe it was rape, actually. I got to do some research here with a, I think, 14 or 15-year-old girl when he was in his 30s. Well, even, like, 
even if it was consensual, that's still considered statutory rape because she was under age of consent, so legally she can't give her consent. Yes. So, uh, but that's splitting. Like, uh, uh, he also made her bit. watch while he masturbated on uh, webcam. Um, I'm like... Sexual misconduct accusation. Yeah, I'm just going to read the whole list here. So, oh. fuck. Here we go. Everyone have 20 minutes? This is all the shit that's broken since the, the Weinstein thing came out. Uh, the article's actually, like, frozen my computer. That's how insane this Who's, shit is. I don't know most of these people. Uh... Okay. Derek's Macintosh is shitting everywhere. Derek, we got it. Uh, Sepp Blatter. Uh, who's he? Uh, president, Soccer star? President of uh, FIFA, the International Football oh, Association. Oh, the uh, notoriously bad FIFA for fixing World Cups. That's the guy. Uh, yeah. Who is this guy? Matthew Weiner? Weiner? Creator <laughs> of Mad Men. Uh, Louis C.K., of course, which we discussed. Gary Goddard. Sounds like... Oh, shit. Former ER star Anthony Edwards wrote a Medium post alleging that the producer and director molested him when he was 12 and raped one of his best friends. Jesus. Uh, Jan Wenner. There's a lot of Wiener-Wenner names here. Uh, Roy Moore, of course, uh, allegedly initiated the sexual encounter with Lee Korfman in 1979 when she was 14 and he was 32 years old and an assistant DA. Wait, what? was the age of consent in 1979. Yeah, I don't know if it existed. It's still kind of creepy. Well, it's definitely creepy, but that's back when, like, we had, like, fucking Woody Allen and all that weird shit. Yeah, the Woody Allen thing was also bad. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Fuck, the director who fled the country. Oh. uh, Had to do France. Polanski. Uh, Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, Like, I don't... I'm not trying to belittle it or make it seem okay, but I see. I feel like the '70s, where there's a lot more of this men and little girl action going on, uh, which is disgusting. Dan Schoen, Democratic Minnesota State Senator. Wait, Ale- a Democratic? He's oh, not yeah. a Republican. Well, there's a few Democrats on here. Steven Seagal, which was uh, disgusting, really was gross. I mean, Steven Seagal is just a shitty. Pre- Jeffrey Tambor, which was uh, awful. Uh, again, he was a guy I had a lot of respect for. Uh, Ed Ed Westwick, who was apparently a Gossip Girl star. Uh, what else? Dustin Hoffman, which we discussed in last week's episode. Yeah, that, that soft-boiled clitoris line still haunts me. <laughs> I'm still thinking about the clam dip. Oh! Man. Uh, Brett Ratner, widely regarded as a piece of shit. I don't think anyone was shocked by this yeah, at see, all. Yeah, see, this is the thing. It's like... Uh, Kevin Spacey, Britt Ratner, and Weinstein, it's like, and like, uh, Bill Cosby, it's like, everybody knows they're shitty, everybody knows they do disgusting things, and they've just been getting away with it all this time, so I'm really glad that these people are finally getting taken to task. Like, if everybody knows you're a piece of shit, you should get your comeuppance. Yes. But then, uh, so the, uh, and, and you alluded to this earlier, was uh, where is the, are we just going to group all these? And yeah, like absolutely 99% of these people deserve to be there. Like these yeah. are all pieces of shit, or at least they did really, really shitty things. Who knows if they've made amends? Uh, who knows if they've made attempts to yeah. to uh, move beyond that? But uh, I, I, going back to the, 
uh, not Dustin Hoffman example, the uh, Richard Richard Dreyfus, yeah, the, the poor man's Dustin Hoffman. I don't know, man. Yeah, he did a shitty thing. Uh, I've probably uh, and again the the penis pocket yeah. or the Dale's ass tattoo. Yeah, uh, we've done shitty things. I would hope that that doesn't define me. Uh, oh my god, for the rest of my life. What about mooning? Remember? <laughs> I have, Wait, we did lots so. of that. We would, like, uh, the movie theater in Salmon Arm. Salmon Arm Cops, please stop listening now. (laughs) (laughs) You had to line up outside of the theater to get into the movie you wanted because there wasn't a huge lobby because it's a small town, small theater. So what would happen is, sorry, Mom, but I would use your car and I would drive up and Derek would be in the passenger side and then we'd drive slow up past these people who were waiting out in line. It was like a block long. And then I'd just start laying on the horn, and Derek would shove his ass out the window, and all these people would naturally look to see what the honking was about, and then they'd be like, there's a lot of guffaws, some laughter, and then some homophobic slurs thrown <laughs> our way. <laughs> to be fair, we heard a lot of those. Yeah. So what does that count as? Like, I'm sure there was... People who didn't want to see Derek's ass who saw Derek's ass. Yeah, that's definitely exposing my ass to unwilling audiences, both uh, male and female. Uh, so where where do... I mean, okay. So one benefit of this thing is that people are going to be, like, super fucking hypersensitive to how they yeah. treat women from now on, which, which is good. Yeah, it should be good. Uh, treat women, children, and, and men, actually. So a lot of these... Curiously enough, not... Not curiously. Understandably enough, all the allegations are immense men. Whether you're a child, a woman, or a gay man, yeah. men have been preying on you. Uh, that's not to say that there aren't women out there who have uh, sexually assaulted men. Uh, but by and large, uh, most of these offenders are men. Yeah. Well, the thing is, the women won't get reported because I said it before. It's like if a woman like, sexually harasses a man, most of the time he's not afraid of her. He's not scared of what's going to happen next. He's like, oh, well, I don't want to do anything with you, and that offends me. But it ends there because he doesn't doesn't have to go home and, like, lock his doors and be scared of, like, maybe she followed him home or anything. I mean, there are occasions where that could happen, like in uh, Fatal Attraction. Yeah, but uh, that was a work of fiction <laughs> meant and to scare men. Do people have rabbits as pets anymore? Uh, I, I'm partial to guinea pigs myself. Yeah. I've had like three over the years, and they are the finest animals I've ever known. Uh, as you should compared- get a capybara. It's like a two-foot-tall guinea it, pig. Yeah, but they're like, I think if one of those went a little... Nutso, like they can gnaw through your your neck pretty easily. Yeah, like just, and that would be a horrible way to die. But yeah, like a giant rodent. Yeah, eating you to death. Uh, yeah, I don't. We're gonna see. This isn't even. We could probably just make a whole separate podcast dedicated to uh, sexual assault allegations that are going to be emerging of uh, towards uh, men of power. But that would just make us feel bad and. I mean, not be funny. I'm I'm really optimistic that shit starts getting better. They should drain the swamps of Hollywood. Like basically, it's a place where 
dirty, gross people are exploiting men. It's not even Hollywood. It's, it's not even. So it's it's. Uh, I don't think it's limited to Hollywood by a well, long shot. I think the people it in Hollywood. in Hollywood. The people in Hollywood have. Uh, they have an audience already. Yeah. They have a platform from which to to broadcast these allegations. Whereas, like your average person, uh, I would be willing to bet one hundred percent of the women I know uh, have experienced like uh, sexual abuse or assault or harassment, and they don't really have that platform. Uh, yeah, we saw that with the the Me Too campaign. But again, that was something that was just like so drowned in like this avalanche of people saying they had also experienced shit. No one was really held accountable for it. They yeah. no no names were named. Maybe in some cases, but uh, well, Weinstein came out of the Me Too. No, that was, he? that was uh, he was the catalyst for it. But he oh, wasn't. okay. Um, and yeah, so it's Hollywood, it's politics, it's uh, the music industry. Uh, Crystal Crystal Caves, Crystal Castles. Crystal Castles. Uh, yeah, the former former uh, front lady for Crystal Castles uh, accused the bandmate of, like, feeding her drugs and raping her over a prolonged period of time. Yeah, because they, he, and he, like, she was saying that he exploited her because when they got together to start recording music, she was, like, 16 or 17, and he would, like, belittle her and make her feel like um, she was emotionally worth less than she was when she was with him, and it's a very terrible story. And... It's disgusting, but yeah, like that's a good thing. Like I never knew that, and I probably will never listen to Crystal Castles because there was like a one or two year where they were my favorite band back in like two thousand and six or seven. I think they're really good. Okay, so here's the other thing: is that at some point, so we've seen since these allegations came to light, uh, Netflix has canceled. Uh, House of Cards. They've yeah. canceled Louis C.K.'s upcoming special. Louis yeah. C.K. just had another movie that he was just about to screen dropped completely. Uh, we've seen a lot of bands being released by their labels as a result of this. Uh, at what point do does the entertainment industry say, okay, it's no longer financially viable for us to like just take the NFL view to it, be like, okay... Yeah. Uh, we still need to make money. We can't mm-hmm. suspend every player in the NFL who's ever beat a woman. Yeah. Uh, so we're just going to trust that people will find something else to get mad about in like a month, a month and a half and allow these players to play. Give them a little bit of a suspension just yeah. to give the illusion that we give a fuck. And then they co- go back to making money for it. Like that and entertainment. then pay one of them to kneel during the anthem so nobody so, uh, pays yeah. any attention to domestic Nobody abuse. gives a shit about the players who have beaten women uh, they care, and yeah, maybe we see something like that in the entertainment industry when they they just hit a moment where they're like, okay, we get it. All these people have been fucking awful to women. We need to make money. I'm Netflix. Sorry, like. Well, the thing is, like, what you're saying makes sense, but Netflix makes more money without Kevin Spacey and without Louis C.K. Yeah, they're losing a movie, a very popular TV show. And a stand-up special. But if they were to say, keep uh, Kevin Spacey on House of Cards, think of how many people would cancel their Netflix subscription and stuff. Uh, I don't... Okay. Like, I believe they would. And we see this all the time, rising yeah. up in, like, the era of outrage. People will yeah. boycott something and they'll cancel. Uh, you know, there was the whole delete Uber thing a while back. Yeah. Uh, where everyone deleted Uber from their phones. I'm 
I would be willing to bet a lot of those people put Uber back on their phones when they were like, okay, this is still yeah. a valuable service. I'm not as angry as I was back then. Yeah, you've got a valid point. Like, people's, people's, uh, they're a lot, spend a lot more time being angry than they spend being principled. So you can get angry yeah. and over something pretty fast if it's providing a valuable service to you in return. Uh, whereas very few people will be like, I'm fucking delete. Like I hate Uber as a company. Yeah. Hate it. I think they're the shittiest, most toxic company in the world. I use the fuck out of Uber. Whenever I'm in a city that has Uber, I will rack up like thousands of dollars in Uber bills because it's just such a great service. Yeah, it is very convenient, but I don't know, like... I I don't know. I never go to the States, so I'm never going to have a chance to use Uber, but I wouldn't use Uber. It's awesome, man. No, like, it's not, like, I'm not white knighting myself here because I would maybe have the chance to use Uber once every two years, so it's like me being principled and not using it is like wasting $10 over two years. So <laughs> I'm sure they're it's hurting, pretty hurting for easy that. for me to do that. But, like, I wouldn't give up Netflix if they kept on House of Cards. But I don't, like, this is going to sound like I'm just saying this to be a guy, like, a cool guy who's up with a thing. But I tried watching House of Cards, like, when it first came out. I got, like, ten minutes into an episode and I was like, wow, not really ready for this much Kevin Spacey yet. Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, like, I kind of, he's kind of just been hit or miss and i kind of not a huge fan of him in general. So I was like, uh, oh, Spacey was a great actor. What are you and talking about? And then I, well, he was good in Usual Suspects. Usual Suspects, uh, American Beauty sharks. was fantastic. Oh, yeah, he was good Swimming in that. with Sharks was amazing. Oh, are we allowed to watch American Beauty anymore? Can't watch it anymore, uh, bud. Sorry. Sorry. He, uh, he raped a kid. So, yeah. We can. Yeah, I'm, I wonder I'm, if they're going to take his. Uh, I'm happy to scrub that out. Take away. Yeah, like kid, kid rape. That's definitely. Uh, I will, I will sacrifice American Beauty. Such a good... You could just... You could watch it, and you could do the thumb trick where you just hold it over Kevin Spacey's face, and you imagine it's some yeah, other actor. without Kevin Spacey, American Beauty is shit. Yeah. Because that was back when... Before Kevin Spacey started phoning it in and being a shitty actor. That was back when he was still good at acting. What else was he in that was shit? Oh, K-Pax? K-Pax, Yeah. And then uh, Nine Lives was pretty terrible. Uh, oh, yeah, you were telling me. I would me. gladly I erase know. that from my memory. <laughs> um, and, and the thing about Netflix is like, okay, what if like, so what if there are allegations against Will Arnett, who's in Arrested Development, Flaked, and BoJack Horseman? That's three titles gone. What yeah. if allegations come out against, uh, fuck, I don't know. Give me someone else. Bateman. Give me someone else. The other guy from Arrested Development. Well, that's just Arrested Development. No, because oh, he's in uh, Ozarks. Oh, Ozarks, yeah, as well. Uh, office Party, Butter. Jason Bateman seems so wholesome, though. I don't think that would... Oh, I don't think... Dude, if Jason Bateman, like... If he showed someone his genitals, yeah, I could see that. Because ev- I think every guy's shown a woman his genitals at some point. But if Jason Bateman, like, actually, like, touched someone or, like, assaulted them physically, I would be devastated. Oh, Jason Bateman's wife oh. actually accused one of uh, uh, a hotelier Andre Balaz oh. of uh, sexual assault. Sorry, Jason Bateman's wife. Oh, thank God. I thought you said we were going to say Jason Bateman. Well, I Googled like, Jason Bateman's sexual assault just to see if there was anything out there. I'm and, very uh, happy nothing came up. Yeah. Okay, so 
And I've actually seen... So Jason Bateman's still okay. That's yeah. good. For now. For yeah. now. Uh, I've seen a lot of women being like... You know, being like, oh, you know, all these shitty shows are getting cancelled. You know how we can avoid shows uh, that don't star serial sexual harassers? We can only show shows that star women, which is an excellent point, but... Who you can't show just women because what story can be told with just women? What? Like oh, I mean, there there are a couple. Thelma and Louise. There was men in that because they were they were like Broad rising City? against um, men. Broad City has Hannibal Burris in it. Uh. Mm, no, my point is two 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 broke girls, which is like. Fuck that show. Awful. Just yeah. trash garbage. That, that does it. have men in it. It um, does, but they're like, they're secondary characters, which is what yeah. women are relegated to in a lot of shows. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not Well, I guess if about... it was all women, every show would pass the Brechtel test. Yeah, which is also uh, a good thing. And maybe, you know, it, it comes to that, but I, I do. I'm going to say something controversial here. Derek. I know. I know. What if it's not our chromosomes that make men do this shit? What if it's the power that men have inherently always held over women because we've had loftier positions yeah, and we've kind of kept women suppressed? What if it was that role in the hierarchy that made a lot of men act this way? Like, you're a powerful man. Fuck yeah, you can get away with anything. Why not make women watch you jerk off in a room? Yeah. Morals no longer apply to you. Mm-hmm. If we saw that pyramid inverted and it was women at the top, do you think we would see an increase in, uh, you know, like the whole Jennifer Aniston in uh, Horrible Bosses yeah, kind I of thing? Yeah, I think you would, you would definitely see um, a raise in... Um, sexual harassment, but there's a lot of dudes who would be okay with it, and there's a lot of times where the men wouldn't care because, like I said before, they wouldn't be afraid. Like, I'm not trying to brag here, but I'm six foot. I'm 240 pounds. Yeah, but even that's not... a fairly large guy. If a girl was like, hey, come here, I'd be like, whatever, leave yeah, me alone. Yeah, you're also an easily, easily scared guy, though. You're not... Well, I wouldn't You're be... You're not what I call... Uh, I would call stoic. By yeah. Any, uh, I wouldn't say I'm hard. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't be afraid of a girl who was like... But that's the thing. If you're suddenly in a position where all women hold all the power, like, organizational power, societal power, uh, suddenly there is, even if they're not physically imposing, they do hold some sway over you. Like, I'm sure in a lot of these situations, it wasn't... Fucking Richard Dreyfus is not a physically imposing man. No. But what What if I told you that's happened to me before? What, that you were, uh... I wasn't, like, assaulted, but I've had a boss be like, you know, you're pretty cute and I could blow you. And I was like, <laughs> no thanks. Because I didn't find her attractive. Okay. But... When you said that, I did it, it off. did it persist and continue, or was that just like 
her her being like, I'm going to put this out there, see what he says. Oh, it persisted. Oh, really? But it, Damn. It was, but it wasn't like it wasn't like she cornered me in a room. It would just be like she would give me side eyes and be like, eh? And I was like, nah. It was like that kind of. But I wouldn't really call that sexual harassment because I never felt. Oh, that's felt, absolutely sexual well, harassment. I wouldn't call it sexual assault on me because I was never scared of her. I was never afraid of what would happen if I told her no. But were you ever, you never entertained the thought, be like, if I don't let this woman blow me, I could lose my job. No, because I was like, I would rather lose my job than let this woman <laughs> okay, blow Okay, touche. Well, one, it was a <laughs> shitty job, so it doesn't matter. But like, if I, well, I don't know, because I think I would just lose my job, whatever. Like, Okay, but people this was- who know me personally know that I'm not really financially responsible. <laughs> so for me to say I would leave a job isn't really as impactful or, yeah. as you would think. Not, not particularly career driven. Okay, now imagine you're in, let's say this job was like the most important job in the world to you. Yeah. Same same thing. Yeah. And she made it explicit that if I still find the situation weird, like yeah, that you turned down a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wrap my head around that. Like, what, Derek? <laughs> um, no. I'm not that thirsty. But this like, was, this was also the time in my life where I was, was having uh, sex. All right, that explains when I was it. young and attractive. <laughs> like if this was like five years ago in my drought, I would have been like, yep. you know, why not? I would have been like, can you buy me a candy bar? <laughs> I would absolutely classify that as, uh, particularly because it was in a situation where, like, yeah, if it's just some random woman on the street, whatever. But because it was your boss, which is like, you could have sued that place. Yeah. And another thing that's different for men is, like, if I lay out a scenario where you're an employee and your boss is, like, hitting on you, and she's like, you're staying late in the office, you're going to do some overtime, and then she starts hitting on you. Your first question isn't, how do I get out of this situation? Your first question is, how hot is she? Like, would I be okay with this? That is a valid point And that's the main difference between men and women. Like, for men, most of the time, we're like, if it's... If she's not too disgusting, we'll be like, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> like, that sounds terrible for me to say, but I'm just giving you the truth. Like, as a dude, if a woman in power was like, you have to do this and I'll give you a raise, I would be like, sweet, I want a raise. Yeah, men are, uh, and that does definitely tie into our uh, biological makeup, is yeah. that men are much more easily sexually manipulated. Oh, I definitely. Guess, like, by and large. I think also, too, we have, like, that age-old saying that we pretend isn't true, that men can just disassociate emotion and sex from each other. So if something like this happens, like the scenario happens, it's not traumatic for us. It's just a sexual thing that happened and we just get over it. Or it's not even that traumatic when it happens. It, I guess kind of. I, I get know. it. Would depend if it was like yeah. a violent. Like these are all fucking hypothetical, and this just shows you how truly lucky we are because we're like mm-hmm. we're riffing on 
what would sexual harassment look like for a woman yeah, to do it to like, men? Because we have no fucking idea. Hey, remember all these times I was sexually yeah, assaulted like, and it was terrible? Here's the list of all the shitty times that happened to me. Uh, yeah, this is something that's just, uh, it's, it's fucked. Like, this is going to, from now, probably through the end of 2017, this is going to dominate the news. This oh, is going to totally shake up. than that. This is uh, going until summer. Every industry. Uh, and uh, I saw some shithead uh, virtue signaling on Twitter, and he was like, I can't remember what he said exactly, but the, the content of his tweet was like, hey, dudes, if you're so worried about, uh, how you been to women, maybe don't be shitty to women. Uh, to that dude, I want to say, fuck you, dude. There's almost certainly some shit in your past that could come to light. Or I would like to say, uh, even though you're trying to look like a nice guy, it's not going to help you with the ladies. No. Like, and people shit on me all the time for saying this, but when a dude is acting like that, he's trying to get laid. Most of the time. Yeah, I'd say uh, even this is something that we've seen plenty of because, like, with the emergence of this new new wave of uh, of feminism and all these guys calling themselves, like, feminist allies. Yeah. And then you turn around and you look, and, like, a lot of these guys are now getting caught up in these allegations. Yeah. Not on, like, the celebrity level by any means, but you're seeing a lot of these, like, uh, yeah, guys who identify as feminists getting called out for just being pieces of shit to women uh, privately, yeah. But they were like, while they were screaming to the world that they were uh, f- male feminist heroes. Yeah. See, the thing is, most guys who are all right people are not really necessarily feminist allies, but they don't want to see women held down. They want to see women have the same rights as them because there's no reason they shouldn't. Yeah. Any guy that should be the baseline. Yeah. Any guy who's screaming like, I believe women should have the same rights as men. Look at me, blah, blah, blah. That guy's a dickhead. Yes. Because most guys believe that anyway. We just don't think we need to say it. Like, I think women and men should have the same rights. Well, because it doesn't really affect me in any way. Yeah. Life would probably be better if women and men had all the same rights. But now that you said that into a microphone, I'm going to accuse you of just wanting to have sex with women. I will admit, in my <laughs> younger years, I did use that as a tactic to try to seduce women. Successfully? Ever? Of course. <laughs> Why? Of course. It just seems like a... It reminds me of the... Well, think of it this way. The if, Always Sunny episode where yeah. they go to, like, the anti-abortion rally yeah. to pick up chicks or whatever. Like, yeah. is that... <laughs> well, the thing is, if virtual signaling about being a feminist didn't get you tail... No one would do Nobody it. Nobody would do it, and guys would stop doing it. But it works. It's like the activists. I... You, you're not an activist. You're there to pick up women. You only care about, like, the environment and government politics. Like, you can actually care about that, but there's a lot of dudes who do it just to get women. I wish I had more faith in my sex uh, to disagree with you on that, but I don't at all. Yeah. I even look at my own history and, like, yeah, it's it's pretty... Uh, well, see, the problem with the way... The problem with the way our society works and our sexuality <laughs> is it's predicated on men pursuing women. Like, Maybe that's the whole fucking root like of this problem. Like, the whole problem like, with this is... We don't fucking know. We're not mind readers. It's like every like there's been times when I've like hanging out with the girl and then we're having sex. And then I'm like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> How did this happen? 
how do I remember how to make this happen for the future? And then I don't know. And then there'll be times when, like, like you said, where we just unintentionally offend people and we're like, well, that got away from me. Like, I guess my only defense is I've never done the Louis C.K. thing where it's like I'll pull out my dick and I'll be like, I don't care if you don't want to yeah, see Yeah, you're going to do it whether you like it or not. Yeah. The, there's like where I'll like be like, hey, you want to maybe make out, do some other stuff? And she's like, no, that's uncomfortable. I'll be like, all right, see you later. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to never talk to you again. Well, I, w- I wouldn't say never Please. talk to you. No, you wouldn't, but then you'd never. I, w- I would give the uh, the obligatory, I don't want to <laughs> talk to you, but I will so I don't look like a dickhead. And then there'd be like the awkward couple weeks of being like, hey, do you want to hang out? <laughs> sure. <laughs> and then you go have those like awkward, kind of quiet Well, because you're not motivated anymore because the whole time you were hanging out in the first place was to make out. Yeah, and the problem is... I don't necessarily, like, there has, like, I remember this one time I was hanging out with this girl and we go, we went strap on dildo shopping because she was like, I want to, because she's like, I'm a buy. I want to go, like, look at strap-ons. And she's like, takes me with her. I'm like, this chick totally wants me to do her. <laughs> like, you don't bring guys along <laughs> to stuff like this. Uh, um, like, you don't bring guys to a sexually charged situation unless... You're entertaining the thought of this is what I thought. And then I find out later that a friend, a mutual friend comes up. She's like, yeah, she likes you as a friend, but she's she said she feels like you're waiting around to fuck her. And I'm like, that's exactly (laughs) what I was doing. (laughs) Of course, she feels like that. See, I would have inferred like, yeah, the same thing. Yeah. But uh, on the merits of strap on shopping, I would have assumed that she wanted uh, to peg me? To, yeah, that's well, no, where she said, I would have gone. She was like, she made it explicitly clear. Like, I'm not an idiot. She made it explicitly well, clear that well. this was not for me because I was like, whoa. She's like, no, it's it's for this girl I like. And I was like, oh, okay. So you're like a lesbian. And she, I'm like, that's cool, whatever. And she's like, no, I still like dudes. And then she said it with just enough fucking like... Hintiness. Apparently not. To keep me interested. Apparently there wasn't. But yeah, I probably read into it. <laughs> and yeah, like the thing is, even though I've had sexual experience with women, I'm still terrible at women. And I'm sure all the readers or all the listeners know that by now. And this isn't a bombshell I'm dropping. Yeah, through 24 episodes, like really at this point, we could just rename the podcast Dale is Terrible with Women. Yeah. And, well, then we could put subhead, he used to be attractive and they did the work for him. (laughs) Ah, the glory days. Anyway, we've spent 46, we've talked about this for nearly our entire uh, episode. you wanted to make an episode just about it. Well, I think, yeah, like we're we're at the point now and maybe we just never talk about this again. Maybe we do our own boycott and say we are no longer going to... uh, to give airtime to uh, yeah, serial sexual I think, harassers. I think we've made our opinions explicitly clear about, well, yeah, and I've made my everything I wanted to say about it, how there should be varying degrees of sexual assault and that should be taken into account for the seriousness of the crime. And I think we've covered it quite extensively. My only question left is, am I allowed to watch Louis C.K. Shameless? No, his old Absolutely stand-up? Not. Oh, man. Sorry, so- man. 
I mean, at least give it, like, maybe a month. Well... Until the whole thing's died I down. I guess this just uh, this bumps Bill Burr up to my favorite stand-up comedian. There you go. That's a uh, silver lining, could, I guess. Could do worse. Yeah, he's uh, a good guy. Uh, I will say enough. Also Irish. Also a redhead. Also bald. Maybe also beat off in front of he women. Better not. Comedians are Bill Burr. Please don't have this in your past. I think comedians are like inherently fucked up people. They all have a lot of weird shit going on. In oh their yeah, lives. there's like. Normal people don't spend 10 years trying to figure out how to make people laugh <laughs> make at strangers them. laugh, yes. Yeah, like, normal people do like me, where you tell jokes, nobody laughs, and you're like, well, I liked it, so I'm going to laugh anyway. You don't go, well, they didn't like it, I have to figure out how to make them like this for 10 years. Yes. My entire life and career will be spent getting validation from complete strangers. Yeah. That's what I need in my life. I mean... That's the true path to happiness. Yeah. And then you get to the age of like 60 and you're like, oh, I feel empty inside. It's like, (laughs) oh, "Oh, really? You do? (laughs) Uh, Louis C.K.'s defense, I will say, out of all the people who have had all these fucking allegations leveled against them, Louis C.K. issued a statement where he was like, okay, the statement was super douchey because he kept talking about like, how much the women admired him. Like, the the phrase, they admired me so much, appeared in this, like, one-paragraph statement five times. And I'm like, dude, I don't know if they admired you that much. Like, is this, is the, did he just tip his hand at being a megalomaniac? Yeah, quite possibly. But what the thing he did do is he said, yes, I fucking did it. He didn't deflect. He didn't try to blame it on someone else. He didn't uh, say I'm gay now. Uh, yeah, he didn't. He didn't pull a spacey and be like, yeah. "I love, I love dudes." By yeah. the way, sorry, I touched. Kids. I do admire that he said, "This is my fault. I did this. I shouldn't have done this. I'm gonna take time. I'm gonna step back. I'm gonna look at myself and reevaluate." Uh, and there's not much more you could want from a person. No, I mean, ideally, uh, them to not do it in the first. Well, obviously. If we're going to set the bar, (laughs) let's do it. Let's do it there. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, he, he, uh, as far as I know, uh, Robert Scoble, who's like been this fucking tech evangelist guy for like uh, pretty much since the whole like dot com boom. Yeah. Um, Same thing. You said stand up comedians don't surprise you with this in their past. Uh, televangelist? <laughs> no, not, not televangelist. Surprised. Tech, tech. He, so he worked for Microsoft or something. Um, but he, uh, he, there was this, like, all these women came out and accused him of, like, sexual harassment and just being shitty to them. And he wrote this, like, three-page statement that started with, against my lawyer's wishes, I'm writing this, and then spent three pages denying everything and blaming the women, and I've never heard a person sound more guilty. Like, if I wasn't convinced that he had done it, and I read that fucking statement, I'd be like, this dude is guilty as shit. Yeah, his problem is, he's already used to convincing people of a lie, which is religion. No, tech, tech, Tech evangelist, not televangelist. So what's a tech evangelist? Like a guy who convinces people to... I don't actually know. He's like a blogger. Oh, like a glorified I, thought you blogger. Meant, I thought you meant like he was a minister on the internet. No. Like when you say tech evangelist, I thought you meant he was an this evangelist is a whole, This is a, like a thought tech. leader. No. Although that would be... Uh, 
Like, the natural jump from televangelist is tech evangelist. Who's evangelist. a guy who does it on the internet. Inner evangelist. So now this guy's just basically preaching of the... Uh, he was a guy who, like... Holy so, doctrine of technology? I, yeah, so I worked for an app, uh, like, six or seven, eight years ago, and, like, the whole thing, our, our entire marketing strategy was just, like, get this one guy to talk about us. Ugh. That was it. So this guy was, like... Very influential in tech circles. There was this whole thing called the Scoble effect, where if he got, if he mentioned your shit, you would blow up, and you would see so many downloads, and you'd see so much money roll in, and it would be amazing. So, uh, yeah, that's the kind of douchebag this guy was, uh, and he apparently, unsurprisingly, was totally shitty towards women, as most nerds who come to be in positions of power. Yeah, are. and it's like when you get that much power, like. Your word is gospel. <laughs> See? Back to tele- tech events. <laughs> yeah. So when you get that much power, you, I guess, I don't know, just exercise your power. I don't know. That sounds like a dick. Yeah, he was absolutely a dick and, like, just the worst, worst fucking uh, statement. Uh, one other thing. Ah, no. I don't even give a shit. Uh, let's take a quick break. Uh, and then we'll be back to talk about a topic. Anything else. That has, yeah. It, li- yes. Please. Maybe yes. something happier. Maybe we do another Happy Factory episode. Yeah. Uh, for our next one. A just little to cleanse. palate cleanser. Cool. Cleanse the old palate. Palate cleanser. Uh, we will be right back after palette this. cleanser. <laughs> after this song that hopefully nobody has sexually assaulted uh, anyone. Yeah. Okay, we're back. Yeah. We just talked about 53 minutes of uh, our awkward sexual past. Yeah. So. Uh, hopefully, uh, I don't really give a shit if the 20 people who listen to this judge me too harshly for uh, for what I've done. So, palate cleanser. Yeah. Let's talk about, uh, in Japan, the, this company has given the workers that don't smoke an extra, was it an extra day or extra vacation time? No, it's like an extra week of vacation, yeah. I believe. Oh, Let yeah. me look extra it up. Extra six days to make up for the time that the smokers are wasting going to have their filthy, disgusting butts. Butts. <laughs> you and do it one more time. Butts. And now some Canadian companies are like, well, that's a good idea. And then a bunch of people on the internet the voice to their opinions. It's basically the smokers hate it and the non-smokers like it. Yeah, and I would think that uh, more people would come out. So so people uh, have a tendency to like anything that comes down on smokers. Yeah. Uh, Any bands, anything that smokers get the shitty end of the stick on. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's like, it's it's one of the last things that people can like, openly discriminate against because it's still a choice. Yeah. I, guess. I would say that, uh, obesity is kind of, uh, coming into that realm now where like once smoking is totally illegal, which will happen in our lifetime. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, obesity will be the next one. Cause that's like just people choosing to be unhealthy. Why are you eating that shitty food? Do you know who else tried to ban smoking and make it illegal? Yeah, Dale, I know. Do you? 
was it Hitler Dale? Yes, it was Hitler. <laughs> uh, so, fun fact: I am uh, on again, off again smoker. I've been attempting to quit most of my adult life. Um, I think this is a stupid policy, unsurprisingly, but not because uh, I, I don't believe that smokers take any uh, additional break than uh, the guy in the office who spends two hours every shift socializing with people or the guy who takes five poop breaks or like I would I not want a job at your office. I would not argue <laughs> you would you would definitely be the pooper for sure. Um, five poop breaks? There uh yeah, like there there are like a zillion ways to be uh inefficient. The only way I would say that this makes sense balance wise is if you look at the like over the course of someone's career, uh, the the health problems and like the mm-hmm. the extra time that they spend getting sick because they inhale cancerous chemicals into yeah. their body on a regular basis, mm-hmm. uh, then yeah, give people a vacation, extra vacation time to offset that. Uh, it might also be a good incentive to get people to quit. Like I if, think that's if you're a more smoker, it. Like. Anybody who's on the fence and they're like, well, if I've just fucking quit, I get an extra week of paid vacation. Hell yeah, I'm going to quit smoking. That's like, I mean, if you're making 20 bucks an hour, that's $800 worth of wages. Just plus the money you're saving smoking, which is like, yeah, $500 a month. Yeah. Which is insane. Yeah. To give yourself guaranteed cancer. Yeah. Like, I think. In a like the, they're saying that the company in Japan, the specific building, it took like people had to go all the way down to the street, and they're on like some high floor, so they had to walk all the way down and then smoke their shitty cigarette and they go all the way back up. So it ate time there. But I always just assumed that if you were a smoker, you smoked on your breaks, like your regular like. Your coffee break and your lunch break and your other coffee break. Is that not what happens anymore? What? Do you not just smoke on your breaks? Uh, I mean, personally? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, like you're like, oh, it's 15 Who takes a coffee break? break? Also, I work through my lunches. Also. Wow, ladies. Derek works through his <laughs> lunches. I, I, I work through my lunches. I don't think a coffee break, is that even like a thing? Yeah. It is in my job. Oh, and where do you, what's your job, Dale? Do I'm you want a, to tell us? I'm a welder. Do you want to, did you guys know Dale welds? He, I totally he weld. He makes things hey, with his hands. If, if his you got, rough, masculine hands. If, if, if you got pieces of metal that you need attached to each other, I can do that. Yeah, no, like we have coffee breaks. Well, in my shop, since we're all going to get cancer anyway from the fucking welding, everybody just <laughs> smokes while they're working. Are you the only non-smoker at, uh... No, there's a couple non-smokers. Which is funny, because I used to smoke, and when I smoked, being able to smoke at work would have been fucking amazing. But I don't smoke anymore. Um, I will say, so, uh, this company in Japan doing it, it's an office. Mm-hmm. The crazy fucking thing about, uh... Offices. Modern technology. <laughs> the crazy thing. You know! <laughs> All right, um... You can you can do work, and I assume most people do. You can you can actually work from mobile devices now that people have on them. 
Well, I can't work from mobile. Well, devices. no, not Mr. Welder over it. What are I'm you a gonna welder. do? What are you gonna do? Weld over the internet? Yeah. It's probably actually just a matter of time until they replace you with robots that you can control through an app. Yeah. And weld shit. The funny thing is about replacing people with robots is it takes more people to run those robots and fucking always fix those robots. That's going to be the future is we're all just going to be robot handlers. That's if you want to That sounds amazing. future proof your job. Uh it's going to be uh making robots or fixing robots or controlling robots. Do you know what I would love to do as a job? Make robots? not lift anything heavy and burn myself constantly. So Touching buttons on a robot seems pretty sweet what to if, me. What if, okay, so there is some sort of mechanical expertise. What if you actually had to, like, lift the robot to fix it? That's ridiculous. Do you know how much <laughs> robots weigh? <laughs> They're so heavy. I can't lift that. But what if you have to? What if in the future your skills will be required? Did you want to hear my favorite, my favorite slogan from the shop? Why strain when you can crane? Is this a thing you guys actually say? I say it to people to annoy them <laughs> all the time. A, does that make it a slogan? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a safety slogan because, well, basically, in the trades, they have all these, like, uh, common sense rules that people didn't know. So, like, they had to make it a law that people wear hard hats because they're bumping their heads too much. And then they made it a rule that if it's over 50 pounds, you're supposed to use a crane to lift it because too many idiots were hurting their backs and cutting their hands and just being dumb. So that's actually a safety slogan is like, if it's too heavy to lift, just use a crane. And it rhymes, so it's catchy. I got that. And it annoys the piss out of people, so (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Like when when you walk up behind somebody at work who's trying to lift something heavy... And they're obviously struggling. Instead of helping them, I just say, why strain when you could crane? And then I walk away, leaving them to struggle with it. <laughs> because that's hilarious. That is much more helpful. <laughs> You're giving that. It's the whole teach a man a fish. Yeah. Teach a man a fish. Yeah, teach, teach a man, a man to fish. fish and you'll feed him for a lifetime. But make fun of him when he's trying to lift <laughs> something and I get a laugh for like five minutes. It's perfect. What more could you want? <laughs> exactly. I think it would be more hilarious if you did this like every time someone, like a dude took his lunch out of the fridge or something. <laughs> <laughs> like just spray that motherfucker as far and wide as you can uh, and irritate everyone immensely. Yeah. Why is irritating people so satisfying? I don't know. It's fantastic. Is it like a character flaw with me? Because I'll yes. like annoy oh, the shit one, out of everybody. 100%. And I'll laugh. And then I'll see other people not annoying people. I'm like, why aren't you annoying each Where other? do you find laughter in your life? Yeah. Exactly. Wait, wait, how do you have joy in your life? What do you do? Just satisfy yourself? By doing good jobs? You, like, you a two broke girls fan? Is that... <laughs> you go home, pop on... Is that your laughter? Big, big Bang Theory? Oh, Which, yeah, awful. Yeah. I hope... I hope... I'm not going to say that. I was going to say, I hope that Sheldon has... Gets beaten to death? Well, just has harassed women. Dude. So that they cancel that fucking show. I watch... I'll admit, and I watched... And the spinoff show. I used to watch any... When I was single, I had a lot of extra time. So I would just watch any show on all shows just to see what's up. And I started watching Big Bang Theory and I had to stop because I was like, how does the guy from Roseanne not kill Sheldon every episode? Yeah. Like the roommates and Sheldon is just like 
the most obnoxious person and I'm just kind of having like a fucking An epiphany light bulb moment where yeah. I'm like, am I Sheldon? Do uh, I annoy people as much as Sheldon? Do people want to beat me to death? So when we live together, uh, so here's the thing about Big Bang Theory. I actually pitched that show based on our experiences. Oh, uh, it's totally autobiographical because you're a physicist. I haven't even seen like more than two episodes of the show. Okay, so, so I think bad. you just gave me the best reason to watch Big Bang Theory because it's based on me. based on me. <laughs> I know I knew. Show about which me. It makes it actually hilarious. It's awful. No, you do not have. Yeah. So basically, Big Bang Theory. I'm just going to explain this because you, for some reason, who is, like, pop culture guy, don't know. So, I know it's about Sheldon nerds. is a super nerd. Uh, what's the other guy? Uh, also a nerd, but, like, a they're, lesser nerd. They're all nerds. And Sheldon has, like, I think he's on the spectrum. They never say, hey, this guy's on the spectrum. But he has those odd quirks that... Uh, many super smart kids have and then I have no idea why this show got so much traction. I guess there's a lot of nerds out there. Hey, no, I think it was it wasn't even popular so when it first came out there were a lot of actual nerds being like show makes us look like assholes like yeah I guess it's kind of cool to laugh uh, find something that like mainstreams Jokes about Star Trek yeah. and comic books. Eh. Yeah, it's basically nerds eh. acting like frat boys. But then as it as it carried on, uh, yeah, actual nerds who like people from the fandoms of Star Trek and comic books and whatever the fuck else they talk about that dumbass show Physics. were like, yeah, they were like, this is stupid and it makes us all look dumb and reduces us to like these like one dimensional characters where mm-hmm. it's just like riffing on nerd humor. Yeah. Uh, which whatever we I, I do that where's my tv show yeah like we raz each other all the time yeah and it's awesome we're going to play dungeons and dragons tomorrow and we're gonna make fun of each other the whole time and it's awesome yeah and then we're both gonna wait remember to our sexless existence okay so peek behind the curtain of our D. one of our derek's brother jared wasn't there for an episode or for a session so we basically controlled what his character did and we made his character have sex with a bear. And is that assault against his character? I'm going to change the topic now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna... I, I'm just... I don't know what I'm more uncomfortable with. You tying this into the sexual assault thing or you just like telling people on the Internet that we made an imaginary character have sex with an imaginary bear. And we found that hilarious. I think most of our <laughs> listeners will also find it hilarious. Otherwise, I don't know what, how they could stand listening <laughs> to us. 24, 24 hours. Congratulations. If you've listened uh, to all of our episodes and you've made it to this point, uh, you have officially spent an entire day of your life listening to me and Dale talk about shit we know nothing about. And you're welcome. Your life is so much better now. Do you remember when you didn't spend a day listening to our angelic voices and how shitty it was? And now that you reflect on the day you spent with us and realize how enriched your life actually is, 
how much you've grown, how much we've grown together yeah. in this short time. A lot of time has passed. It's been over six months. 24 weeks? Yeah. I'm well, no, we haven't done it every week. I'm no math genius, Fucking but... Uh, guy over here who travels was gone for a bit. Ladies, I travel for work. I occasionally take planes to hotels and then sleep in those hotels and then get on other planes and come home. He's going to sleep in a hotel in San Francisco. Yeah, we don't even week. have to miss an episode, though. Oh, wait, so. wait. I guess I shouldn't be directing you going to San Francisco at the ladies. I should more be directing it at the men because of the gay jokes, Dale. Really? Because of the stereotype. Gay gay jokes. Well, I would have made. Aren't we beyond that? Well, I would have made a rice aroni joke, but nobody would get it. The San Francisco (laughs) treat. Exactly. (laughs) I would have gotten that. Damn. All right. Uh, Wait. In this modern era of PC, are we still allowed to make gay jokes about San Francisco? Absolutely not. No. Now I'm going to have to go back and edit that out. Like those times you dropped the P word in multiple episodes and lost us like probably 10% of our Our P word sponsorships? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's get to the mailbag. Mailbag. You know, pretty generic week. Derek, I thought we weren't making gay jokes. (laughs) Get it? Yeah, M-A-L-I-D-I-D-I-D-I-D-I-D-I-D-I-D-I-D-I-D-I-D-I-D-I-D-I-D-I-D-I-D-I-D-I-D-I-D-I-D-I-D-I-D-I-D-I-D-I-
Dale's taste to emphasize the are what you might taste. say. Yeah, unconventional. Like, um, like I read a lot of Spider Robinson, and I guess it's kind of a lateral author mm. in that they're. Tell me more. <laughs> Stop stroking <laughs> your face. But I remember all the Spider Robinson books. I think I just maybe I just don't remember books because now that I think about it. I was going to watch The Handmaid's Tale, and I was like, oh, I read that book. I should watch this TV series. And I was like, I don't remember what happened in the book. Is this limited to books specifically? Do you remember, yeah. like, movies? I, th- I, or? Think it's, I think it's just books specifically because I'm what some people would call a slow reader, where it, if I start a book, I don't finish it for at least a month or two because I just read it in such small pieces that... Like, you're one of those people who reads a book in one sitting, right? Uh, like if, it, have, if it's a good enough book, yeah, absolutely. Like there has, there's, like, maybe two books in my life where I read in a day, and that was, like, an eight-hour day. Like, that was, like, a fucking struggle. Ladies, Dale reads books. Very slowly. Slowly. Hey, you know what else I do slowly? Read magazines. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, what was my point? I don't know. We were talking about Chris. Oh, uh, Bob, about Kurt Vonnegut and how oh, yeah. I can't remember shit. I'd, I'd say reread it. Maybe it'll stick in your uh, your well-aged brain a little better this time. Oh, yeah. Oh, what you were saying about Remembrance Day, I would implore everyone, if you want to learn more about the wars and stuff, and you're like me, you read stuff and you can't remember, there's a podcast called Hardcore History hosted by Dan Carlin, and he has numerous episodes about... World War One and Two, and they are fucking fantastic. These so these podcasts are uh, a they're like each eight hours long, uh, <laughs> and and b you will actually learn things. Yeah. So I'm a little hesitant to recommend it because you might leave our podcast where you learn nothing at all and oh, spend yeah. your time enriching your brain with facts about things that yeah. make you sound smarter. Uh, whereas if you keep listening to us, you might be able to talk about us at a party and be like, hey, listen to two idiots talk about how they used to show their dicks to people on the internet for an hour today. Yeah, we're definitely not teaching anybody about history. Well, besides our... Our, our history. history. <laughs> <laughs> I will say if there's anything that I've learned... Uh, about vets and the sacrifice they made. It's that uh, all these people died heroically so that I can do whatever the fuck I want. That is called freedom. So if I want to string Christmas lights, shoot them out of a fucking cannon all over the trees on October 10th, I can do that. And that is specifically why those people died. It's so I could do the things that I want to do with little regard for anyone else. And I think one of those things you should do is we should get fucking tinsel confetti cannons for Christmas and just shoot them. That sounds like the best thing I've ever heard. We of. could, if we got uh, more people donating to our uh, Patreon, we could probably pull this off. So. Call it the Confetti Canyon Fund. <laughs> confetti Canyon. Uh, if you That's... give us a bunch of money, we'll not only buy a confetti cannon, 
we'll come to your house and surprise you with it. Don't say it like that. We just surprise. had a whole episode about sexual no, no. assault. This, this isn't sexual assault. This is probably more just assault. Don't. With a confetti <laughs> cannon. Does it count as assault if it's like you're trying to make someone's life better when you're like... Better by shooting them in the face. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to shoot them in the face. It's like glitter bombs. The genitals. Those are good. Okay. Shooting someone in the face, tragedy. Shooting someone in the genitals, If you shoot someone in the genitals, that's sexual assault. We just spent an hour talking about Fucking this. good call, Derek Bolin. On that note, we're going to go enlist Dale in uh, some sensitivity training... Like, no, that'll that, work. <laughs> yeah, Mr. That'll be like, that'll be like Charlie Sheen going to rehab. Hey, uh, interesting anecdote about Charlie Sheen. I read this on Reddit today. Uh, Nicholas Cage and Charlie Sheen were traveling together uh, in the 80s, and they got on an airplane, and Nicholas Cage jumped on the PA and started yelling into the PA about shit, about how he was the pilot and he wasn't feeling super well or something. And so they detained him and Charlie Sheen, and Charlie Sheen had like, cocaine in his possession (laughs) that Nicolas Cage had no idea about. And I just think this sums up the 80s perfectly. On that note, thanks for listening. Thanks for giving us 24 hours of your life. Uh, Give us $24 of your money if that's a thing that you're able to do. Uh, Tweet at us at OutrageFactPod or at me personally at Herder. Uh, Or me at SuperDaleBot. I also want to say if you like Star Trek... And you like the sound of my voice. I recently guested on a Star Trek podcast called Subspace Transmissions. And it's super nerdy. And it's like, if you don't like Star Trek, don't try this podcast. Because we go deep into... Well, they go... The two other hosts, uh, Tyler and Cam, go deep into Star Trek. And I try to follow along. You're just there for comedic relief. Yeah. So check it out. Subspace Transmissions. It's on iTube. It's on subspacetransmissions.com. They have a Facebook group. They're kind enough to have me on a professional podcast as opposed to this one, so I feel like I owe them something. Don't say we're not professional, man. I thought that was our appeal. No, we're we're good. This is a real podcast. I thought our whole appeal was that we feel like friends instead of professionals. No, we're we're professionals. Should I have done this differently for 24 episodes? We're professionals. Because I was was approaching it totally wrong. We're, We're can we start over? We're going to go and rebrand after this. We yeah, got we to um, start a whole new podcast. Guys, I'm sorry. All <laughs> that stuff I said for 24 episodes, just ignore that. We're going to come back. Pretend I was intelligent. Yeah. And, uh, pretend I guys. had stuff to say that was interesting and not offensive. All right. Uh, until next week, please stay angry. Yep.